Hello, dear friends, and welcome to Devotional Life with Paul and Jeannie. Again, thank you for joining with us in this time of devotion. We're just going to let go of everything else, put our thoughts and our hearts and our minds upon the Lord and his word and his love. Because as we've headed into this series on love, Jeannie, tell me if, if this is right with you too. When we first said, oh, let's talk about love. I just thought the whole thing was going to be sweet and pleasant. And then all of a sudden, when we started talking about what love is and what it looks like. And what it costs. And what it costs and who it is that is love. All of a sudden, it took on this whole dimension of being incredibly serious in regards to our walk of faith. If we're going to call ourselves Christians, we had better figure this love thing out and allow our lives to be used by God in a way that demonstrates his love. That makes it very serious. Like you've said there in the past, sometimes the only Bible somebody will read is watching our lives. Yeah. And uh, so we have an, a responsibility, not that this is why we do it, because <laughs> we're doing it out of response to God's love for us. We respond back to him and want to please him. And Jesus said, if you love me, you're going to keep my commandments. Yes. So um, there's that whole mix going on. It's right. not a have to, we get to, um, but there's a responsibility with it. And yes. I think an awareness that we need to keep in mind that we're having other people look at us and then hopefully being encouraged to go ahead and look at God, you know, with the next right. step. So um, that's why it's so important that, remember that we used to have bumper stickers on the back of our cars and we'd say, oh, if you're a Christian and you drive crazy, don't put those bumper stickers <laughs> on the back. It's a bad witness, you know? <laughs> so it is something we need to yeah. keep in mind so we don't give the Lord a black eye, you know? Yeah. Because they might. Or we say that about restaurants too. If you're going to let people know at the restaurant that you're a Christian by blessing your meal or asking the waiter or waitress uh, what you can pray for them about, and uh, but you're going to give a cheap tip or a complainer <laughs> or whatever. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, not be thankful. Yeah. Yeah. So again, our motivation is to please the Lord, right? And not just have it a surfacey thing. But, right, but and then, we are making an impact on yeah. people around us as well. That whole the whole concept, like you said, these different things are swimming around, but the whole concept of laying our lives down so that God can demonstrate His love through us. Right. So there is that uh, self-sacrificing uh, and realization that we belong to the Lord. So Lord, how do you want to use my life? Then the Lord might respond right back to us. I want to use your life to show my love. Are you willing to cooperate? Right. And I have people picked out. For you that, to love. For you to influence. That I'm yeah. going to bring across your path. And it may be they're going to interrupt you. Or it may be something pleasant. <laughs> or you may not like them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You know, I rescue dogs, and I'm involved right now because of our one dog in particular. 
And so I try to have that mindset, and it still surprises me when it happens. Uh, there was a gal who called me a couple days ago and said, Jeannie, do you still rescue dogs? I said, my house is full. I can't do it. <laughs> she goes, I don't know what I'm going to do with this dog. And I said, well, um, did you find out if it had a chip on it or ID? No. Well, take it to the veterinarian, get it scanned, and then you can try to find the owner. So she called me back and says, okay, we found the information, but they're not responding. Eventually, the pound and everybody worked together, and right. she got the dog and took yeah. it back to the people who were babysitting. They were just house-sitting, and they were frantic because uh-huh. the dog disappeared. And so I told her on the phone afterwards, I said, well, they're your assignment. And, oh, I didn't even think of it that way. Yeah, yeah go back to them and tell them, is there anything that I could pray for you for? You're my, yeah. you know, I'm <laughs> supposed to meet you. And the dog had just landed on her front porch. I mean, somebody came up and knocked on her door and says, this belong to you? The dog had walked up and sat on her front porch. But when you think about it, God wanted her to meet this couple. And so the dog got loose and came and sat on her porch so that she would find these people and then go talk to the Lord. Yep. I mean, isn't that fun? Yeah, it but, is. But that's not just with dogs. I mean, it, it could be with anything. It could be a serviceman that comes to your door, whatever. They, just the circuit of events and circumstances that happen. And if we can just wake up for a moment and not get so caught up in ourselves, we go, oh, maybe I'm supposed to share God's love with this person that's right in front of me. So we're always... You know, it can be an adventure. For me, it is. It can be an adventure when I remember. Yeah, years ago, I remember Pastor Chuck saying that the person who expects to be interrupted is never interrupted mm-hmm. because they expected it. Because there's the potential of something underneath <laughs> So that. maybe we should say instead of divine appointments, we should call them divine interruptions. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. <laughs> so when, like in this case, if you find a stray dog... You might say, oh, Lord, is this my divine interruption? Yeah. <laughs> or somebody who knocks at the door or somebody you meet, you know. And what's this going to lead to next? It's going to take me on this treasure yeah. hunt that I'm going to discover something that I'm supposed to make a difference. Very nice. John uh, 13, which we were in last time, 34, Jesus said, So now I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. You shall love each other. Then verse 35. Your love for one another will prove to the world to the world, that you are my disciples. Yeah. So, he, sure. I, I mean, but again, to me, you reading that tells me again about the tremendous gravity and importance of love. In the world watching. Yes. In the, in the believer's life. Because maybe if we didn't start this stud, this uh, devotion out this way, but instead maybe just asked the question, uh, what's the greatest proof in your life that you're a Christian? It's how we treat each other. Yeah. And pray for each other. Um, With love. Right. And remember Jenna was telling us today, that, what's that thing that they're doing nowadays? Oh, she was talking about this new kind of game. Uh, for instance, if you were an airline pilot, how would you tell other people that you're an airline pilot without saying, I'm an airline pilot? Right. Or or if your favorite food was Mexican food, uh, how would you tell people that your favorite food is 
Mexican food without saying my favorite food is Mexican food. <laughs> so if you're Christian, how do you tell other people that you're a Christian? Not that it's bad to say that you're a Christian, but right. let's say you were forbidden to in some workplaces at school. How would yeah. you share with other people that you're a Christian? Uh, they would notice whether you're loving yeah. other people. Yeah, there there has to be some evidence, right? Right. That... Uh, that can be proved out by the way you live choices you make actions towards other people yeah, yeah. that you are a christian right. so i i think we've gone over this once before where we say if we took all your words away from you <laughs> yeah you know you couldn't speak at all right what would show that you're a christian right it's got to be love it's got to be love and and people are attracted to that love even more than what you have to say. And then they'll ask sure. you questions. What sure. makes you different? What do you have? I want to have what you have. Yeah. Yeah. So we're that, on assignment all the time. Yeah. That is the greatest compliment that I believe that a Christian can receive from a non-Christian, which is whatever you have, I want it. Right. And so you say, that's Jesus, and that's his love that he's given me. And I actually desire to be a distribution point right. for God's love. Isn't that why Jesus was so attractive to the sinners? Yes. It's how he treated them yes. with love and respect and opportunity to change right. their lives. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this devotional time and the opportunity to speak about the greatness of your love. And I ask right now, Lord, that you bless my brothers and sisters, encourage their walk with you this day, and encourage their desire to show your love through their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.